Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to episode 243 of Dude and a Monkey. My lord. Uh, my name 250 is 250 approaching. Shut the fuck up, Noel. I haven't introduced you yet. <laughs> I am Ian Loring. He is... Mark Foster. Hello, everybody. And that one is... Noel Mella. Hello. So, Noel's with us. So, um, is it going to be a DC film he surprisingly likes or a Marvel film he surprisingly hates? We'll have to find <laughs> out. As, uh, we, there is a pattern, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. There is a little bit. So, um, as we uh, as we, uh, we we visit the the lovely world of Wakanda uh, with a look at Black Panther, um, we were we were going to do Fifty Shades this week, but we didn't. I've kind of got a feeling maybe the zeitgeist has already gone on that. That's kind of come and gone as such. Yeah, it's yeah. It, 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 it feels a little bit like um, what's it called? Like a legion all over again. Yeah. Like it is contractual obligation to the max, it, including with the forty-year-old divorcees going to watch it. Mm. Uh, are we are we actually going to review it, Mark? Like real talk I, I, now. I, I, I'm I'm going to go and see it because I, I I've kind of I have to, but oh, I have I'm, I have no problem with you not no, going to no, see it. No, no, no. Else. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Like if you're if you're going to see it, I'll go see it. Um, I've already seen The Shape of Water anyway. I take it we're doing that next week as well. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll be doing both of those. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, I've got a question. Yes. I've got a question. Is this the third one or the second it's one? The third. Third. One. I can't remember if I've seen the second oh, one. I don't remember there being a you, second one. You haven't seen uh, the Fifty Shades of the Chronicles of Riddick poster. I'm, I don't even know if I. I don't even know if I have. Do, do you remember like, Kim Basinger? Do you remember Kim Basinger being in one? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah, has yeah. the helicopter crash, and they're all worried about yeah. him, and then he just, and then he just arrives. To his, so it's like a dream or something remember the most important bit of the film the fact that for no apparent reason there is a good long shot of the Chronicles of Riddick poster in his fucking bedroom (laughs) the flashback to when when he's a youngin yeah no No, but even when he's having the conversation with her in his childhood bedroom they're doing it in front of the Chronicles of Riddick poster I thought it was a flashback that's funny okay (laughs) fair enough all right. Well, yeah. we will we will cover Fifty Shades for Eden next week then because why not? Um, so enjoy that. Um, I'm kind of glad I'm seeing it the second weekend because it's just not going to be as busy. Yeah, like it's already down to one like one screen in in the cinema world here. So they'll have had a, they'll have had a chance to clean the seats. Yeah, well, yeah, it's it's. I mean, hopefully they'll move it to a different. Like the Black Panther screenings are going to be the ones where it slightly smells like Lady Jizz. Um, <laughs> now, and you know, and then it's going to be mixing with like fanboy, like frothy sweat, and it's mm. just, it's not going to be great. There is, there, there is a certain musk you can get at, at, a, at the first screening of a Marvel film uh, <laughs> at the cinema. You go in and you go, there's a lot of there's a lot of guys that have come out of mummy and daddy's basement today. Yeah, yeah. I just I just rocked up in my fucking shirt and tie, and it was just teenagers all over the place. 
That was fun. That, I, I, the, 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 I didn't speak to from getting in the cinema. I didn't like move off my mouth or anything, apart from when a guy who came in and sat down next to me, literally just before the film was about to start, and I must have shot him the most fucking dirty glare in the world <laughs> without actually kind of meaning to do it. And just say, "Are you fucking serious? You didn't come in now." Literally just as the BBFC title card came in, and he just went and he just held out <laughs> this massive bag of four seasons. Went one teaser. All right, cheers, bud. I'm just gonna put them in there if you want one, just grab one, mate. Did he really? Yeah, I'm all right, cheers, mate. And then two or three times at bits when it kind of went a little bit quieter in the movie, he kind of just nudged me and just sort of pointed at the Maltesers. And I was like, I'm all right, thank you. That's getting a bit weird now. (laughs) And I just thought, I thought. Do you know what? That, that's just a genuinely nice person yeah, now man. that's sat next to me. And I'm glad at him because he, not because he came into the, the screening late, because he almost came in late. Oh, man. I, I there were some fucking cunts who came in like 50 minutes late in some ice screening. It's like, there's another one starting. Like, literally, there was another one starting in 20 minutes. It's just, look, you're going to have to sit through the ads and trailers, but you've actually missed a decent portion of the first act here. Just fuck was- off. There was something recent that we saw um, that was quite an, quite an emotional film. I can't remember what it was. And somebody, like four lads came in like 10 minutes before the end and I had to say to them because they came in and they were like chatting and sitting down and chatting in the aisle but they were going to sit down and I was like, mate, it's 10 minutes this movie left. Fuck off. Yeah. The worst <laughs> they, is, the worst, went, I don't know if you've ever had, sorry, go on. Go, right. They went and the other girl that was in the, there was me and one girl in the screen and just turned around and just went, thank you. Nice. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, dickheads. <laughs> I, I don't know if you've ever had it happen. Uh, this has happened a couple of times to me where you get people who wander in about 20 minutes, half an hour into the movie, noisy as fuck, carrying loads of food, sit down, blah, 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 chatting to each other. And then after about 10 minutes of ruining the film, they realize that they're in the wrong film and this isn't the trailers. They've yeah. wandered into the screen and then they all march out. So it's like. You've fucking just come in and ruined a film you're not even supposed to be in, and then fucked off. Like I hate it when that happens. The, the <laughs> thing is, I, I, I am I am the asshole that the minute that the, when they come in, if they start talking, I will at that point go shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> I, 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 usually I'm on my own, so I don't get embarrassed by it. So when everyone turns around and glares at me, I'm, I, I, my my entire aura just exudes the "Am I wrong, though? <laughs> And then, yeah. and then the, the most wonderful thing about that is when you when the film finishes and you get up, the glare you get off that person. <laughs> that I, I'm just like, do you know what? That's just going to give me energy for the rest of the fucking day. Of that just <laughs> God, it all reminds me of. I know I've mentioned this on the podcast several times, but the drunk old women in while Scorsese's Silence was on, oh, and they were yes. just chatting and giggling, oh. and it was like, fuck it. Did you actually? Did you just see Liam Neeson on a poster and just went, oh, I'm sure that'll be a laugh, and you rock up mm. to fucking silence? Like, which is probably the most, like, solemn film I've ever yeah. seen in a fucking cinema. And I, it was just I, I, me. I and a- silence in the cinema, but, but fucking hell, it was, it was work. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. I mean, it's great. Like, it's, it's, not, it's yeah. not a film you put on for fun. And it, it just like me and a couple other people in the screening just telling these women to shut the fuck up like every 10 minutes or so for about 45 minutes until they finally just gave up and went. 
Like literally, me and there was like me and two other separate guys. Just every now and then, were literally just, would you just shut the fuck up now? You know, it like it just. Oh my god, it's the worst. And yeah, everybody complains about Netflix. Suck my fucking dick. Anyway, <laughs> right. Anyway, that's got my blood boiling. Um, so we'll we'll also probably talk about some what we watched and whatnot. It feels, to be honest, it's quite late. It feels like we might get a bit tangenty and a bit loosey goosey. I've got a feeling yeah. we'll just see how it goes today. Um, yeah. So first off. I just want to say the new Rampage trailer is, uh, it continues my excitement. I I am a big fan of the fact that obviously George and The Rock are going to be mates for the whole thing. I'm glad we're not going to be against George. Um, I don't want to be against George. I am Team George. I I laughed heartily at the moment that George winds that kid up. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Also, the... Johnson putting his arm around the person and just saying, like, just let it go. It's a big arm. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Like, that's very, very good. That's very good. Um, (laughs) I think it's it's crying out for, I mean, I know we sort of originally had potentially penciled in uh, Pacific Rim to IMAX watch. I think Rampage definitely feels like it, it, it should potentially be a, an IMAX watch. In, I've got yeah. a feeling it's like a couple of weeks before Infinity War. but 30th of April, yeah. So I think Infinity War is late it's April. 30th of April? 13th. Sorry, 13th. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say 30th. That's the weekend of your marathon. God, could, you imagine, could you imagine an Infinity War oh. Rampage double bill? <laughs> it would just, oh my God. Oh my god! <laughs> you're, you're, you're getting a bit, you're getting a bit swoony over that, aren't you? <laughs> like seriously, I just like if that was the day before the marathon, because I'm not doing any fucking training the day before the marathon, and it was just like I'm gonna go watch Infinity War, Rampage, and eat some carbs. Yeah, like that. That that actually would be the perfect day. It would basically be just kill me now, mm. <laughs> so I don't have to do the marathon. <laughs> um but yeah like rampage i'm i'm very very hard in in all senses of the word hard yeah uh, I, I, i'm very much up for that i think that film's gonna be fucking huge like yeah it, well, oh, the tagline is the tagline is big meets bigger as well which is great it's just <laughs> between that and skyscraper like yeah it's it's just it's all it's all dwayne it's all he, knows ex- he knows exactly what he's doing as yeah. well at this point, Wayne Johnson. Yeah, yeah, he really does. Fucking, I, I, oh. I rewatched Baywatch this week, and and do you know what? That's a fucking great time. That movie. As soon as that fucker is on sale on iTunes, I'm going to get it because it's 4K as well. Yeah, I watched it on. I'd have to pay five ninety nine for it on iTunes. I watched it yeah. on Sky. It was the Sky, well, Sky Premiers this week, so I was very happy with it. Have you seen Baywatch yet, though? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love Baywatch. Yeah, yeah. We we seem to be the only three people who did. No, I, liked, I, I think I, I watched, it, I think I watched it on a train. I think it was a train watch. I was going to nice. London for some reason or somewhere. But yeah, yeah, really enjoyed it. Yeah, good, good. It, that film. Anyway, um, right. I'm sure there were any. There were other trailers, but I'm kind of all about Rampage, to be honest. Um, <laughs> were there? 
There uh, was um, The Incredibles 2. Oh, yeah, there was. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did see that. Um, yeah, just I've never got the love for The Incredibles, the first one, so I'm just not fussed, really. I'll say lots to see. I had a good time. Yeah. yeah. I love I love the first Incredibles movie. It's probably it's right up there on with Pixar films for me. But it feels a bit. It feels like that time has passed, and I, I just it it feels a bit like that's passed, and it just feels like from what I've seen of the trailer and f- uh, for both of these trailers now, and from what I've heard about it, it doesn't find it doesn't sound like it's going to be doing anything particularly new or interesting. And the thing, I'm not. I don't care about the baby either. Um, so yeah, yeah. I like. I like the fact that it kind of looks like it is going to continue exactly from where it left off, but then probably yeah. jump from there. I, you know, I want to see the Underminer. Um, but yeah, it's. It just kind of feels like Brad Bird going back to the well. It's like fucking Andrew Stanton after John Carter flopped and he went back and did. Finding Dory, and it's like Brad Bird got burned on Tomorrowland, and now he's going back and doing Incredibles too. It's yeah. I don't know. They know they know they're going to get any seven hundred million dollars. Yeah, that's the, it's like it's kind of easy bank, and then hopefully they can do something they actually want to do next. Because I mean, like Finding Dory was fine, but it was utterly inessential. Um, and it, I don't know. I just I uh, they, they've got the whole. It's going to be, it's kind of weird as well that this one, it's like, it's really focused on him being the stay at home dad and not her being the staying out of home crime fighter. And that feels weird. Like, in this day and age, focusing on the male figure feels odd to me. Uh, Yeah. You know, but you know, we 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 shall see. We we shall see. Everybody's got to be offended by. I mean, shit. Tangent. Right. Have you guys seen this stuff about the Peter Rabbit film? Yes. Yes. Like fuck it. Like, Be- Becky. Becky explained oh. it to me the, the other night, and I and I, I for, for a minute I went, Nah, she's winding me up, and then remembered, No, she isn't. This is what this is what's happened, and the fact that Sony apologised for it is fucking retarded. Yeah, it just the, the fact they apologised for it is the thing that really it just look it it fucking it's not making fun of people with fucking allergies. It's a plot point because he's a apparently he's a bit of a dickhead in the film. The Simpsons did it years ago. Oh, but everybody's but, offended but, by the fucking Simpsons now. Like, Apu but, is... And, like, um, oh. Principal Skinner. Um, Bart's allergic to peanuts and Principal Skinner's allergic to shrimp and they just keep throwing it at each other until they both collapse. Just, oh my God, no one's going to be allowed to have any fun soon. Like, it, no. it, it, it literally is. It is. It, it, equilibrium. That's what we're heading to. A, a, <laughs> a perfectly mediocre Christian Bale movie. <laughs> <laughs> I remember loving that film. I remember I, I, liking I, I, that. I really liked Equilibrium, but let's be honest, I remember thinking that Gun Carter was like the the, the next big thing. Yeah. yeah, but it's one of those things, right? I, I I I enjoyed it. I watched it about two years ago and went that 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 is fine. That movie is fine. Really? <laughs> yeah, I, I have no problem with that movie. I enjoyed watching it. I enjoyed my time with it. It's fine. <laughs> Wasn't it him and Tay Diggs? Yes, it was, and Sean Bean dies. 
Yeah. Where the fuck's... His, what, what his kid grasses him out as well. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, his kid, his kid grasses him up to the sensory police, doesn't he? Fuck it, I don't know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All, all I remember, like, Sean Bean, all I can think of is that he's like a bee in Jupiter Ascending or some shit. <laughs> Isn't he like a bee man? He's, a, he's like a bee man, yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm trying to say it as Wolfcock. I need to see Jupiter Ascending again. <laughs> I don't think you do. Oh, Eddie Redmayne. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And that was, that was like, that was released in, a, in the Oscar season where he won the theory <laughs> and he of everything. It. And then fucking... He refused to answer questions. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Anyway, Jupiter Ascending. Fucking hell, that was a film. Uh, but, yeah. I actually quite enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. so did I. I remember being quite positive on it. I think our thing with that was, our biggest criticism with that it was, Myla Kunis, a fucking maid. Mm. Fuck off. Yeah. And she turns out to be a space princess. And it's like, well, yeah, of course yeah. she is. Like, fuck. Anyway, Peter Rabbit, fucking... And just the fact that it's James Corden, that, that film that really puts me off. Like, the thing That's is, more offensive. Uh, Lottie's fucking down for Peter Rabbit something fierce so I'm going to have to do it but you know um, right any other trailers there was a trailer for uh, I've just discovered that there was a trailer for something called Cobra Kai which Ooh. is a sequel to the Karate Kid which is that, reunites is that a TV series it's a, yeah, it's a, it's it a series. YouTube series yeah. a YouTube uh, series yeah whatever that means, um, that reunites Ralph Macchio and William Zadka, who played Johnny Lawrence. Well, that, that just feels odd. Yeah. That feels like the, that like nobody wants to see that. No. And I've just, I've just played it as well, and Ralph Macchio just looks... I mean, oh, bless him. He just... Well, he just looks in his late 40s. I mean, you know, he just shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> Mm. You, you get the idea as well, though, that Ralph Macchio doesn't actually doesn't actually need to because he, he just he invested quite well. I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, mm. he, he's just doing it because he's bored. Well, I, I've seen his name come up on stuff before, didn't he? What did he get into? What is it he does now? Have I'm sure he's like he could be. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, where are we? Oh no, maybe I'm thinking of someone else. I, I, I thought he was like a producer or something, or he was, he, I don't know. Fred Savage directs shit. Ah, uh, I'm thinking of Fred Savage. I'm thinking of Fred Savage. And he was in an ep- he, he guest starred in an episode of Modern Family that Don and I watched the other day. It was fucking weird. But no, he, he directs, like, he directed quite a bit of fucking Girl Meets World, because wasn't, wasn't, yeah. he, wasn't he in Boy, no. Ben Savage, is ben Savage in was in Boy Meets World. World, and I think Fred yeah. Savage directed quite a bit of Girl Meets World or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, fuck, that's the fucking family. Um, okay, anything else? Nope. Uh, nope, but I will say ooh. the Pacific Rim Uprising nope. uh, trailer, saw it in cinemas before nope. Black Panther. Nope. I'm going to enjoy that film. I'm determined to enjoy it. <laughs> All right, we'll have you on for it. I think we're going to have to. I'm kind of tempted to come up to Mank for the weekend and we could just fucking hash it out, but it's... By all means. Fucking, it, I don't know. I just like... 
I, I just got a feeling we might fall out. Like you're just <laughs> like you're just going to be wanting to like it so much. And I'm I, just, I just do. Such a... It's it's what you said though. Like it's the Saturday morning cartoon element of it that I'm just. I just want that type of thing, and I'm a lot easier to satisfy these days with with stuff like that. I think so. Are you tempted to take the little guy at all, or is it is he a bit too young? You reckon? Uh, psh, I don't know. I'd I'd probably want to watch it first, and mm. then he might just switch off at parts and stuff. Really? Oh, I th- uh, yeah. I tell you what, Lot Lottie wants to see Isle of Dogs, the new Wes Anderson <laughs> film, and it's just Ooh, like fucking slow. Like, it's just like, literally, it's going to be 20 minutes in and she's going to say, Daddy, I want to go home. Mm. See, that's the thing with me. I, I but, wouldn't be worried about violence or anything like that in Pacific Rim. I'd just be worried about the fact that I'd spent 20 quid and Charlie was, like, just drifting off. 20. Yeah. And the problem is, is once they start to drift off, they start to think, well, I'll go for a walk around. This. And once that ha- yeah. happens, you've lost them. Yeah. So it's just not worth it. Yeah. Yeah, because I was going to say, I, I took Isabel to see Fantastic Mr. Fox at the cinema, but she, and she was, she actually got on with that really well, and I was a little bit worried about that. But then she was like five, yeah. so. Yeah, it just, I think what I might do yeah. with Isle of Dogs is like literally go and see it by myself on like the mm. Friday night. And then if, if like, if it's like, yeah, okay, she might get through that, I might take her on like the Saturday or the Sunday morning. And then at least I know I've already seen the fucking thing. And it's like, so it's just like, if she wants to go after 20 minutes, cool. Yeah. Like it's it's the Cineworld card that helps, to be honest. I'm not saying I'm made of money or anything. It's just like, literally, it will cost, that will cost me about four quid and I can charge the car in the car park. So, mm. you know, it's it's fine. Um, Right, okay. Should we go to Wakanda? Let's go to Wakanda. Right, let's go to Wakanda. So, Black Panther is directed by Ryan Coogler, and it stars... Um, I was going to say Juwatel Ejiofor, but that's not right. Um, Chadwick Boseman. Um, Juwatel Ejiofor was in Doctor Strange, wasn't he? He was in a fucking Marvel <laughs> yeah. film. Right, okay, that's yeah, where yeah. I'm getting that from. Chadwick Bo- uh, Boseman, uh, Lupita Nyong'o, Michael B. Jordan, um, uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Uh, Kaluuya? Kaluuya's Kaluuya. a drink. Kaluuya? Kaluuya. Kaluuya, yeah. Daniel Drink. Um, who else? Andy Serkis. Um, Martin Winston Freeman. Duke. Winston Duke. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Winston Duke. Um, I think that's, yeah. Okay, that, that, that's the names of people. Um, oh, uh, Forrest Whitaker and Angela Bassett. They're in it as well. And uh, Isaac DiBancole. As man with disc in his lip, uh, like Isaac DiBacoli of a lot of Jim Jarmusch material, who just fucking rocks up in a silent role in Black Panther for some fucking reason. Um, so, Black Panther is the story of Chita- T'Challa, played by Ch- uh, Chadwick. I almost said it again. Then Chadwick Boseman. Uh, who is the Black Panther? His father died in Civil War, and now he is the Black Panther, the protector of Wakanda. Um, but entering things is Eric Warmonger? Killmonger. 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 Played by Michael B. Jordan. Someone with a secret history connection with Wakanda who believes that he should have the throne. And, you know, it's kind of superhero origin-y type of stuff. Um... 
yeah, we're, we're, and and Kendrick Lamar does some music, and I quite like Kendrick Lamar. So there's that. Um, Black Panther. So let, let's go. Let's go over to the comic book, book correspondent. Uh, no, if you liked Justice League more than this, you're a dickhead. What say you? <laughs> uh, well, as I, as I teased, I I have my one word review. Yeah. Oh we'll, God. We'll yes. So. Honestly, my one word review of Black Panther is it's fine. Oh. <laughs> it's fine. Um it it does a lot right, but then it then it does a lot wrong and it does a lot of things that other films get shit for. Ooh. And I don't hear anybody giving this shit for it um i think it starts off well the first act is strong the second second act drops down a little bit and then towards the end it becomes the phantom menace and nobody's accusing it of being the phantom menace um it's fine actually that bit where they were waiting and looking at each other i directly thought of the phantom menace that's a good shout Sorry. It's it's the, me- the the thing with that last act is it's got the whole you know there's two people fighting in a sort of two fighting two people fighting in a sort of uh, cavey kind of uh, electro cave kind of situation. You've got your three armies having a land battle on a sort of grassy area and then you've got a spacey sort of sky shootout thing going on as well and you sort of intercut in between all three of those things and you know people hated that about the phantom menace but well uh, pe- nobody's criticizing nobody's criticizing the last act of this people hated jar jar binks and jake lloyd Martin Freeman, I think it's fair to say, is objectively better than Jake Lloyd. Um, yeah, it's, it's... And uh, right, right, Armoured Rhinos and Daniel Kaluuya are better than Jar Jar Binks. Those are all true. And it's, you know, it, uh, there's a lot that this film... But it only does it right. Eric Killmonger is brilliant. Um, but then by the end, we have like never in a Marvel film have we literally No, I don't know what's going on with your mic, bud, but it kind of sounds like you're like scratching your fucking pants with your mic. It might be me moving my laptop here, sorry. Right, okay, cool. Never in a Marvel movie have like Marvel movies get criticised all the time for pitching the bad guy, pitching the good guys against somebody with equal powers or you know something that's very someone that's very similar to him, mm. and they literally give Killmonger the exact superpowers of Black Panther. They give him those powers. They give him the exact same suit, and then they make him fight. And I'm not hearing any complaints about it. So I think. It's fine. It does some good stuff. Structurally, it's rather different to a lot of other origin-ish Marvel movies. There are certain characters that are really, really liked in it. Um, But I I just, I I feel a little bit like I have to point out the 
the weaknesses because I don't feel like anybody else is. So, uh, yeah, but overall, it's fine. It looks nice. Looks nice. Okay. Okay. All right. No. Uh, no. Sorry. No. That's no. That was no. Mark. It's fine. It's all right. Oh God. Okay. Right. Uh, I've. It, there's. I have a major, major issue with it. I, the, the film is all right. I enjoyed my my time with it. I have one major, major, massive fucking problem with it. Uh, that, that, that makes me go, hmm, go okay, this is, this, really? Is this what's happening? Because this don't feel right a little bit. Why is nobody pointing this out? What? <laughs> right. So, just, just, and just bear with me on this, because I, 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 this is how I think it, it, it went, and I've gone over this a few times in my head, this is how I think it went, right? So, Michael P. Jordan, right? Has well, right. Essentially, um, Chadwick Boseman's character is set to become king, but anybody can challenge him, right? Then that Winston Duke guy challenges him, and he and Chadwick Boseman has the Black Pantheriness whisked out of him, and then he fights him as as man versus man, not Black Panther versus man. And there we go, and he wins because he yields, and there you go. He, he gets to still be king and Winston Duke has to go back into the mountains, right? Yeah. Yep. I'm right so far, yeah? Yeah. Michael B. Jordan turns up and has a a right to challenge for the throne. So says that he does, Chadwick Boseman accepts his challenge, mm-hmm. right? Gets beat, because he does get beat, right? Yeah, he doesn't yield, and, though. He gets beat, there's no getting away from it. He gets beat. Yeah, but he doesn't yield. He gets beat. Yeah, but he doesn't yield. The only yield. way he comes... He, no, he after he yield, just, he gets thrown off a fucking mountain. He gets mountain. TKO'd. He gets TKO'd, <laughs> right? The only way he can come back from this is if he has the Black Pantheriness put back in him, which yeah. is technically against the rules. So he gets beat. No getting away from it. He gets beat, right? And then everyone decides, <laughs> hang on a minute, we don't like this. We don't like this. He's not the king we want. We wanted that other king. This king isn't going to do what we want to do. Do you know what it is? It's a fucking dictatorship. We didn't like that. We don't like this new guy because he's not going to do what he was going to do. We don't like it because he's not... Oh, no, this this isn't right. We don't like this. Let's work away how, how we can get round this and move these round here so that he can be back. And Black Panther in us, there you go. You can fight. Oh, you, you, you're both the Black Panther, so it's fair. Well, not really. He won. <laughs> Just because you don't like the way he's going to rule, that's not how it works. So, the Black Panther is a fucking cheat. Is it? Chadwick the issue, Boseman the is issue a that cheat. I had, The issue that I had around that situation, which, which is the direction that I thought you were going with it, was, I mean, I, I loved Winston Duke's character in it. I thought he was absolutely fantastic. But I don't get why he helps. Like, there's, you know, this, this faction... Uh, this faction in Wakanda that's broken away, that is away from everybody else, that doesn't believe in their system, that doesn't doesn't want to support their system, doesn't want to support that king, that wants to use any opportunity they can to dethrone that that family and throw them out of uh, out of power. This random person, Eric Killmonger, comes along and 
quite fairly, as you mm-hmm. as, as you pointed out, quite fairly takes the throne, and then all of a sudden, Winston Duke's character is supportive of T'Challa and and getting him back in, you know, getting him back in the throne. But, but because he's protecting, because he's protecting his people, because he like Killmonger would just come up to the mountains and fucking claim dominance over that next. Yeah, but he only realizes that when T'Challa points that out to him, and by this time they've already nursed T'Challa back to well, health. He also they've welcomed the family into the into the. He into also their, says he, a life for a life. Like Black, uh, T'Challa could have killed him in that fight, but he didn't. He he was like, "Yield, your people need you," and then let him go. And Winston Duke says yeah. himself later on, "A life for a life. I consider this debt paid." Mm. Yeah, okay. he's still a fucking cheat. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, there's, def- there's definitely a point there, but I, it, the, the film is about respecting the old ways but not being beholden to them. Mm. You know, it, it, it's about knowing your culture but not being afraid to say when your culture is wrong and well, you Killman need to wants change to do that. shit up. Yeah, wants but Killmonger that. wants. Yeah, but Killmonger wants to do that in a particularly it, it, he wants to do it in a slightly way. more extreme way. Slightly, yes, that's fine. But he's allowed to because he's done, he's done. He's done what their what their rituals say they have to do. He's followed all of the fucking rules. But then he fucks over go, their rituals, burning we, that purple garden. You we know we, we don't I mean? like it. Doesn't does mean there's nothing in it that said that he didn't have to do that. He could be fine going. <laughs> well, I want rid of all this because all I don't right. want any of this fucking Black Panther nonsense anymore. Right, look, fair, fair enough, fair enough, and and. And he was a more badass fucking Black Panther than Chadwick Boseman was. Yeah, I mean he he did he did pretty like he did pretty emphatically beat him like he really beat him. That whole sort of "this is your king" moment where he's just striking him and beating him. This is your king. This is your king, and hitting him. He's like he's kicked his he's handed his ass to him there. And then and then the only way that that. that uh, T'Challa can beat him is if he gets all his Black Pantheriness back. Which remember, he's trained as Black Panther, so he knows better how to use the Black Pantheriness than Michael B. Jordan, who hasn't, who's just literally fucking got the Black Pantheriness, and he's like, "This is fucking weird. I'm just getting used to this." Michael B. And then Jordan fucking Boseman the turns up again, and he's like, "Didn't I beat your ass like fucking two days ago?" Michael B. Jordan's character, to be fair, has like has been in the military for like a solid yeah, decade or so. But he's not. But yeah, and, and and T'Challa has literally, from fucking birth, been trained to be the Black Panther. Well, yeah, but I don't think. Uh, it's... Then yeah, there you go. So he knows how to use all this shit. Well, I don't know. Well, actually, yeah, well, but okay. But Wakanda, Wakanda. To be fair, um, Wakanda isn't a place that's. That's you know perpetually under attack. Yeah, quite. Whereas Killmonger, Killmonger has by all the scars on his body, he's killed a lot of fucking people, and he's he's clearly he's clearly a, a killer who has been in the military for a long time, killing people. You don't get the impression that T'Challa's killed that many people. He probably know? hasn't. No, but but he's, he's probably still done a lot has... of exercises yep. and he's done a lot of jumping around in trees. But he's probably not killed that many people because Wakanda is a protected country. Nobody can fucking get in. So yeah, don't be fucking starting yeah. on that. Uh, <laughs> okay. it's just so. So hang on a minute. What you're saying I'm is so Wakanda is just it's just middle. fucking it's, Korea. Yeah, it? It's just North Korea. 
telling you. All those people that we see, all those shop fronts that we see where everyone's all fucking, oh, look, isn't it kind of this vibranium great? The minute the fucking cameras went off, it was fucking get back into your fucking hovels. What? That. <laughs> what? What? It's, what is it? it's, a, it's a dictatorship. We don't like him. We wanted this guy. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's not a dictatorship. It's That's an uprising, isn't it? <laughs> no, they, they, what is it? Boseman is the next in line for the king. When he gets challenged and beaten fairly, they decide, well, that's not fair. Well, it is. It was fair. And then what? they decide, well, no, we actually we just wanted him as king. So, well, Hang on. I, I, don't, I don't think it could be a dictatorship if a, a bunch of people decide upon it. But by, but by them there, it's basically what goes on in fucking Korea. Hmm. I'm not sure about that, Mark. What? So you, so you think that, that they're lying to the throne, that they basically just see as their absolute fucking birthright? That's what it is. They get challenged. If they don't win, they still decide to go, well, actually, no, we're still going to do it. Yeah, but... But, but T'Challa himself like isn't forcing those people to make that... He's not oppressing them to make that choice. They well, decide to make that choice to help him. If the decision, if the decision, <laughs> well, that soldier, to, that soldier woman isn't. No, and she's one of the ones that actually kind of goes. Well, actually, no, I'm with what's it? But Kalua does. I, he I, jumps I did. Twice, I did it? actually. I did actually think that they handled that element of it rather well, especially yeah. towards the end. The fact that you have split down the middle in Wakanda, you have people, some people that are no, we must respect the system. And then some people, you know, we respect the system and I serve the country, not the king. Uh, and on the other side of that, you have, yes, but this guy's going to cause all-out war with the rest of the world, so we need to step in and do something. That's why you have that that, that whole battle situation at the can end. I, can I say that? I did don't you... think they handle that quite well. Don't you think, though, that Michael B. Jordan... Because uh, he was fantastic in this, by the way. I wish he mm. was Black Panther. I, I, no, no. That, don't, but... don't you think that yeah. he, he would have made a better Marvel fucking overall villain? That they were all fucking fighting against. So we, we had... In, in, in the first Avengers, we had them fighting Loki. And they're going up against Loki. Right? Mm. I reckon Michael B. Jordan, as an evil Black Panther... <laughs> With all the fucking uh, all the resources of Wakanda up against the fucking Avengers would be a more interesting than all of the different things well, they keep doing with it'd, Thanos. It'd, it'd be more interesting than than Ultron for sure. Yeah. But yeah. To, to be honest, I, I think what I liked about Michael B. Jordan here was the fact that he was this young guy that had a chip on his shoulder and he he wanted to. He was a he bit was of a force of nature, star. wasn't he? Yeah, he was a young upstart, not a young upstart. He was somebody who had a chip on his shoulder and the bit between his teeth because he felt like he'd been wronged and he was going to pursue this path right through to the end. Well, it's not you know, just he felt like he'd been wronged. He was wronged. That's the thing. He, yeah, was, he was. He's completely yeah. justified yeah. in, and, and, in and, his and opinion. You understand it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And the fact that he has to go through all that and his end game is to get to Wakanda and, and and overthrow this situation, become king. Like, that journey for him from being, you know, a kid on a basketball court in a rundown, uh, in a rundown suburb who's 
whose dad just happened to die and he's learned all this stuff about his dad and he's learned all this stuff about the situation. I, I thought that was a, a perfect vehicle for, for Michael B. John. You, I, I cannot fault him as a... In fact, I think this film had two super, super strong uh, bad guys in it and mm. all spoilers all the time. I'm a bit gutted that one of them is now gone for good. Oh, yeah. is this circuit? Because I would. He's, yeah. fucking, he's very good. Because he was, he was, he's, he's so much fun in this. The the he bit when he comes him. out of that yeah. battle thing and just goes, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Just the yeah. bit where he's actually seriously talking about his mixtape. Yeah, <laughs> like just that really threw me as well because like you felt like it was one of those disposable kind of throwaway lines. And he's yeah. like, I can send you a link if you want. You know, and he was like, <laughs> yeah, send, send me the SoundCloud link. And even Martin Freeman's like, wait, what, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, going back to what you said earlier, Ian, time. Yeah. about it. Um, oh, by the I, way, I, I really want... liked it. Just by, yeah, sorry by the way. Yeah. I'm sorry, Ian, what did you think? Did you, what do you think? I'll take over it. No, I'm Ian, sorry. Right, uh, just, just to say, just like, because, you know, it's been kind of negative. I'd like, I'll be honest. I thought this was going to happen. Like, and it's fine. It's fine. I just like, I, I really, really enjoyed that world. Good. And it, it might be like my, like I said earlier, my audience was really into it. Um, but yeah, I had fun. I thought that the, the key criticism for me is that I don't think it's Shadwick Boseman's performance, but there are so many really fun characters around him that having the central character basically be going through a crisis of faith and confidence and whatnot basically means that he can't have a lot of fun and a lot of the characters around him are having a lot of fun. And that's that's an issue. I mean, Letitia Wright as his sister, like, yeah. she's cracking. She's yeah. really, really fun. Like, she's just a good time. Andy Serkis, amazing. Mm. Like, he was fucking... I, I got a kind of a sense he was a little bit one and done just because he was so comedic. Um, yeah. But, I, oh, fuck, man. Yeah, that is a shame. But, yeah, I I really fucking enjoyed it. And the, the, the soundtrack's kind of been on hard rotation for me the last week or so. So, um, yeah, fun. The thing anyway. I do, because I don't... Um, I, I loved all the supporting cast. I, I did really enjoy a lot of it. That I just think there are some big problems that I have with it that I feel like aren't being addressed. So if I am negative about it, it it's, it's for that specific reason. On the whole, I did enjoy it. Um, but I do have concerns about Chadwick Boseman and where we go with this because I don't. The thing I don't think he's particular. I think he's cool, and I think he's regal, which is good. Um, but he's not but as cool as Michael B. Jordan. He's not. He's just not. No, no, no. But I, I mean, they're going. I think they're going. They're going for a different thing with him, and that's fine. I, I, my, my, my concern is the future of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is they're going to have to. It's pretty clear to me that the intent is that they're going to move uh, T'Challa and Black Panther into a much more prominent role, possibly into a, a, a sort of Tony Stark kind of role. And I'm not saying that he should have the same um, charisma level as Tony Stark. It's fine that they would play it a different way, but I just wonder if he has the the presence and the likability to 
sit alongside if you know if they say all right between captain marvel and black panther those are our new um tony tony stark captain america that would reflect how they've taken things in the comics uh in more recent years uh with the ultimates and stuff like that so that would make sense but i just don't feel like chadwick boseman's black panther is charismatic enough to be a lead in the next the next level avengers yeah I don't think he's got the chops for it. Uh, maybe that's not what they're going to go with, but it feels like that's what they're they're ang- angling for. I, I think it would it would serve them well if in Avengers: Infinity War he is a bit more charming. And I think he's going to have to be. Yeah, yeah and uh, just maybe he's a bit more to, chill. He's have to let things go a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, which I, I, I think he might well be. I mean, the, the end of the is film lot, is. is I'm, no, I'm not saying he has that. to suddenly turn into Robert Downey Jr. Or no, 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 absolutely no. Needs to be a little bit more warmth, I think. Well, that's it. He was a lot less brooding, I think, in this. Um, there was there was moments, more moments of sort of levity within his character in this than I think I remember in uh, Infinity War. In, in, in um, well, Civil, Civil War, he's basically trying to fucking murder someone. So yeah. yeah. Black Panther seemed to do that a lot. His dad murdered his brother, didn't he? But, I mean, I like that aspect, man. I mean, and just the fact that you never really got any closure between him and his dad in that, like, alternate dream world. Like, it basically, the last interaction between him and his dad is basically him going, like... You're wrong. You're wrong. This whole yeah. thing is wrong. We, we Like, we need to fix this. And it's like they don't reconcile, and maybe in the next one they will or something. But they don't I, reconcile. I think it'd be better they just moves on. I hope they do. Reconciling. I hope they do. I hope they do. That that kind of um, that that moment kind of gives him the uh, the perspective to look at his dad as as flawed and look at it and say, look, I don't need to rule uh, Wakanda and be the same Black Panther as he was because he wasn't, he wasn't perfect with it. He wasn't the perfect kind of ruler point. and the perfect Black Panther that, 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 I, that I thought he was. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so I, that's I, an I arc, don't... man. That's an yeah, interesting it, it, arc. It is, it, it, it it is, is and it fits with the wider, it fits with the, where the film ends up going, mm. where it kind of says... This, you know, that was the Wakanda of the past, the the protective, defensive, fearful Wakanda of the past. And this is going to be, you know, the new, um, as, I, as I joked with you on WhatsApp, when it's it suddenly, you suddenly realised you've been watching Mandela Begins, um, when that, that scene at the end where he kind of says, this is, this is the new Wakanda, we're going to help people, we're going to spread our... Uh, spread our wealth and start to, you know, do something for the world. This is the new Wakanda. So that's um, that for me. That ties in beautifully with that and that sense of guilt from um, T'Chaka as well. That he's kind of, you know, maybe he didn't make the right move when when he did what he did. I think you get a sense of guilt from him. Well, no, absolutely. But I, it just the, the the fact that that arc is the reverse of what these things usually are and yet it's still weirdly happy because it's moving forward to the future you know it's someone you know usually it would be someone like dis, dis finding their dad disdainful or something and then learning to appreciate them but no this one is realizing his dad is not the fucking 
the mm. the, the guy on the like the the fucking perch, you know, and that he really was very very fall- fallible, and he was wrong in what he did. You know, that's that's a fucking grown up ballsy kind of, and but also quite subtle character arc, I think, and. I've got to say as well, speaking of subtle, I thought that the stuff that it had to say about race and whatnot was, I I liked that it was there, but they weren't smushing your face in it. Um, and yeah, I, it didn't feel that prominent to me actually. I mean, apart from the apart from the bit in which I thought was hilarious, actually, the bit with. Um, Oh, what's he called? Um, Winston Duke. Winston Duke's character and Martin Freeman, where Martin Freeman starts talking and they just start barking at him. There wasn't much more than that, really. I no, mean, no I, there, there wasn't really. There, I mean, there was that uh, Michael B. Jordan's like almost final line, though, just the whole kind of like, I want to be buried at sea because my ancestors knew that like drowning in the sea would be better than being in bondage. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, that's a there's fucking an el- there's an el- strong there's an el- line. Yeah, there's an element of, but it's more to do with it doesn't feel overall the message the the message about um, the black message is not we have been wronged by white people. It's been we have been wronged by ourselves. We didn't, you know, Wakanda didn't. I think there's a line in it where uh, Michael B. Jordan says something like. Um, He's talking about like helping people that look like, why didn't you ha- you know, there are people like us all over the world, yeah. people who look like us all over the world, you've not helped them. So it's more about accusations directed at Wakanda and uh, T'Challa's family than it is about we've been oppressed by, you know, by white people. Because that's not, I mean, the bad world that Michael B. Jordan comes from is isn't really touched on his main motivation really is what happened to his dad at the hand of T'Challa's family. So it, it, it like the message was that black people need help. It's probably not the right way to put it, but it felt like the message was that this race needs to help themselves and help others as opposed to um, they need to overcome something from you know oppression from white people so it <clears throat> i'm being very careful of the way i phrase it but that it, that's what felt like it was coming across to me a little bit more it, again is a much more subtle thing to to deal with i think yeah no I, I, absolutely and it, but it also for me i don't think it felt like that ryan coogler was being reined in you know it's like it's just a i i get a sense the, the, the that he knows what he has to do He's going to, excuse me, fucking hell. He knows what he's going to have to do. He's not, he's beholden to the material and to a certain amount of Marvel Cinematic Universe-ness. But again, as I've always said with these Marvel films, if they get a director who's got a strong agenda or a strong vision, they do let them make their film. Like, you never, there's, you never get a sense with any Marvel film that there's going to be a director's cut. It always feels like for the most part, anyway, that the director is happy with the, with what's happened. I mean, the only time that that hasn't happened recently has been age of Ultron. And to be honest, I kind of wonder if that's just because we didn't fucking got an overinflated sense of himself, but 
Maybe that's just me. No. Really? You think? Whedon? Mm. I don't find I don't find that they over, I think Marvel are very balanced with this stuff now and I mm. think like you say when they have a director in there who has a vision of their own and has a direction of their own they probably don't feel the need to 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 encourage them to lean on the wider uh, MCU stuff because it's not necessary. I think there's a lot of people know that that's not going to help. They made the mistakes. The they made the mistakes. Mm. Uh, I think early on uh, they did. With, they made with, the mistakes with Iron Man two. Yeah. They yeah. made the mistakes with with the Incredible Age of Ultron to a degree, and it, yeah, an Incredible Hulk. And they're now sitting back and watching DC make all those mistakes. But the thing is, they, they, so they, they kind of know a little bit now. The game has changed. Yeah. Mm. You know. Because they've got the confidence. Because you, you, you know, you've got to include things like Ant Man, for instance. I, I think that they get. I think that, that they get a lot of this shit sorted um, before. And I think Marvel very much have an idea before the fucking movie gets made what the movie is going to look like, what it's going to say, and how it's going to go. And at, at that point, they go right. And I think what happened with, with Ant-Man was they went, no, that's not how we want it to go. We'd prefer it to it could maybe do this, this. And Wright just went, no, and walked away. And it was, they got it before they started because I don't think they want to get to the point where they get three quarters the way through a fucking movie or to the editing suite and go, fucking hell, this isn't fucking working. Well, what the I, fuck's going on? I mean, the piece of Ant-Man, uh, Ant-Man was interesting just because that, uh, I'm sorry, I've got such a cough. <coughs> that that Ant Man is kind of a weird exception because that thing had been in development for so long with Wright and Cornish attached that it's almost like the success of the MCU. Yeah, maybe pushed that. There was no into... MCU when that was exactly. So that's the thing. It probably testing yeah. scenes from that. There was no MCU. So yeah. So Kevin Feige was probably like, "Look, you guys need to insert X, Y, and Z." And they weren't mm. comfortable with that. Probably fair enough because that's not what their vision was set like several years ago. Whereas now, with most of these films, they've kind of had them. Well, I mean, pretty much all of them. They now at this point, they've had it planned with an MCU firmly in mind. They yeah, know that, Panther and the was, director was knows that what, going in. Two thousand fourteen. That was announced. That's four years. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like they. Like Kugler would have gone in with his eyes open, fully understanding oh, yeah. what they wanted. Wright and Cornish, like, would have been probably a little bit like not blindsided because they were on it for so long, but it probably started turning just, that way, and they just wanted I think to see the if other, they could I, stick with it. I think the other thing as well is when you look at you know, let's say compared to what's happening over uh, with the with the Lucasfilm stuff. Um, I think the Marvel Studios, Marvel Studios, are now in a strong enough position where they, they've made some early, they've made a couple of early mistakes. They understand their own universe. They understand what levels their individual standalone movies need to be, and where the direction needs to be for the bigger, bring everyone together things. They understand that story is important. They understand that directors with a with an interesting vision and an interesting story to tell is is always going to be for the benefit the benefit of the film and the benefit of the wider universe. They understand all of these things very, very well now. And it, I, I definitely think that now 
they would be in a much much stronger move in in a much much stronger position to make an Edgar Wright movie, and I fully mm. expect that Edgar Wright will come back at some point and do something. I don't think it'll be Ant Man because I think they've already established what that is now, and I don't think he'd be that interested in coming back and messing about with with you know with that. I can definitely see Edgar Wright coming back and doing something with Marvel, and I really hope he does because. I don't know. Edgar Wright is a is a respected director, but he's not. Um, you know, he's never really stepped that far out of genre cinema into you know in, into a much higher grade. He's never looked like he's, he was in danger of creeping into sort of Nolan territory or anything like that. Um, so, I think Edgar Wright would be well placed to make a Marvel movie now, and I think Marvel would be well-placed to make an Edgar Wright movie right now. So I hope it happens. I'd take it over I, fucking Baby Driver 2 any day of the week. I'll tell you that for free. Yeah. I, I, I could see Edgar Wright closer to doing something in the Star Wars universe than I could do going back to Marvel. Mm-hmm. I could see him doing something with DC as well. There's a whole mm. bunch of characters that they've not gone e- that they've not even gone near yet. You know, um, I mean, obviously Joss Whedon's doing Batgirl, but... Um, if Is for whatever reason, apparently, yeah. Um, if for whatever reason Joss Whedon dropped out, Edgar Wright would be perfect for perfect for Batgirl. Um, is is, is, is Elijah Dushku too old for Batgirl now? <laughs> um, I'd I'd be perfectly happy to see her in a Batgirl outfit. I, I, I don't care how old she is. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, she. Uh, I think Edgar Wright would be perfect for something like Bat- Batgirl because Batgirl's got, especially the Batgirl that they're going for, which is the more modern uh, run, the run from the last few years, there is a sort of teen comedy vibe to modern Batgirl stories, and it sounds like that's what they're going for. I assume so, you know, based on the fact that they've got Joss Whedon doing it. Um, so I think Edgar Wright would be perfectly placed to do that or any number of other characters in DC Universe as well. So... Um, but you know, DC aren't as trusting of of, as the, of their directors, really. Are they? I don't think. Does well, so does trusting um, Zack Snyder to be fair? Or maybe too well, yeah. yeah. So does just, um, yeah, they're trusting of the wrong directors? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does Ryan Coogler get a um, get one of the big ensemble Marvel movies at some point? Do you think? Uh, well, they like the Russo brothers at the moment, don't they? So yeah. we'll, we'll see I'd, what happens. I'd be a lot more excited to go and see a. I'd, I'd be very excited to go and see what he could do with more characters because this is the great one thing I will say about Black Panther is it. He almost feels like like I watched it going. There wasn't that much Black Panther in this. There was quite a lot of other characters he's, he's, he's almost playing second fiddle sometimes to 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 these supporting characters which i think i, I was fine with but it's just kugler's um handling of essentially making this an ensemble cast i thought was really good i think we're gonna get away from i think after infinity war one and two it's obvious it's it's already pretty clear that we're not going to get another justice league movie <clears throat> and i think after infinity war one and two I think there's going to be a few years where we lay off the the big team movies and we have some standalone adventures. And I, for one, I'm all for it. Well, that's that's the thing is is, <laughs> is now why would you why would you get 
it, it, it must it, it, it's got to be a bit of a pain in the ass to get them all together to make these <laughs> movies that are going to take six months to make and then you're going to have two months press so effectively you're saying to somebody right we need you for six to seven months to make the fucker and yeah. then we need you five months later for, for like a month or so well, did, to promote it as well and did, getting everyone together to do that when they can just make these standalone movies that still make the same amount of fucking money well, I mean, like the I two, the judge. two, the two right. Avengers films are basically being shot over the course of a year. It's like people kind of mm-hmm. dip in and out of them, but they've kind of got to be toned and ready to go at any point, really. I mean, mm-hmm. like, bless, <coughs> sorry, bless Chris Evans, man, because he probably can't have a fucking sandwich for a year, you know, <laughs> like, and it, it just, it, yeah, you're right though. I mean, it's fucking, it's mind-boggling, and I think the having a few of them in the one is how they're going to... Like, you know, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Perfect yeah. example. The, spa, the Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok, yeah, absolutely. And I what, think that's what, the way to go. Because I think, Yeah. <clears throat> I, think that, I think that's the way to go, because I think what's going to happen is they're going to have to judge audience uh, taste as well, because what we're building up towards is we're being told, you know, this is what it's all been building towards. This is what it's all been building towards. It's big things are going to happen. It's all going to be changed. This is what, you know, this is worlds colliding. Part one is all of the characters that you now know in one thing, all fighting each other. And then part two is worlds will be destroyed and everything is going to be reset. After you've done that and you've told audiences that, you can't then go back to them and go, next year it's going to be even bigger. Because people are just going to be like, oh, Jesus, I'm tired. Just give me a story. You know, so... I think there's going to be a few years where we bring it all back down a little bit. Certain characters won't be with us anymore, hopefully. I'm really hoping they do follow through on that. Mm-hmm. Certain characters won't be with us anymore. Have a bit, having a little bit of a reset. We need to get to know new characters a little bit better. We're going to need to get to know Captain Marvel. Um, we're going to need to get to know a couple more people that they're going to need to they're going to bring into the fold after that point. Um we're going to need to have some adventures. We're going to need to say goodbye to another couple of characters. We're going to have to move Tony Stark into director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, world, if he's still alive. Um, and there just needs to be some downtime and some fun adventures. So, yeah. Like that. Good. Yeah. So, uh, is, it, is, it, is it next? <clears throat> is it the... Because Infinity Wars next, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and then there's Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. is later on this year as well. Yeah, this year, yeah. And then is it Captain Marvel and Infinity War Part Two next year? And yeah, next year, and I believe an unannounced one, if I remember correctly, because they're doing three and, a year now. And oh, right, so I, I would expect Black Panther Two to be probably. 2020 maybe they're going to be pretty quick at getting another one of those out I would have thought yeah who's doing the Captain Marvel movie oh it's fucking Uh, (laughs) Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck oh yeah yeah Yeah. the Tarf Nelson guys yeah yeah huh and that's got potential that's interesting fun as well Um, they did like they did the Mississippi grind as well yeah they did yeah they did and it's 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 yeah. fucking that's that's that, that's a fucking weird one. It's Brie, like. Brie Larson, Samuel L. Jackson, yeah. and Ben Mendelsohn. Fucking hell! I'm all right. Yep, 
<laughs> I'm fucking sold on that. Yeah, it's it's an interesting combination that. And um, Jude Law. <laughs> and Jude Law. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Jude Law is Marvel, who's like the the original uh, sort of alien being that gives Capers uh, his powers to Captain Marvel. So that's going to be an odd character for him. You could totally see Jude Law yeah, as an alien, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I feel like I feel like Ian really enjoyed that, and then we've come along and kind of. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, you, you, nah, nah, you guys haven't harshed my buzz at all. And to be fair, Good. you know, like, I have often been in the, in the negative with, like, wishing there were people that, like, kind of got what I meant. So I hope that people who listen to this who aren't as high on Black Panther as others, including myself, have listened to Noel and Mark and been a bit like, okay, cool. There are other, <laughs> I, like, this is not the game-changing Rotten Tomatoes 100% thing that, <laughs> you know, yeah. which, which is cool. I, like, I was it's kind still, of, It's still good. I was, still I, cool. I was yeah. Like, I, yeah, and I was kind of ready to be like, oh, that wasn't all that, but I just really enjoyed my time with it. I liked it. It's a good film. It's, it's, it's enjoyable. Yeah, it maybe is a little bit too long, but most things are. Uh, um, and, and by the way, the, that entire sequence in South Korea was fucking fantastic. Yeah. Like, that whole yeah. that whole thing was just really, really, really fun. Anyway, yeah. What's yeah, up? Right. The... These post-credit and end-credits things that Marvel oh, have become kind of like a thing for. Um, is it about it really? The one for was it Spider-Man: Homecoming where it literally is the it's almost like a two fingers up at the screen where it was Captain mm. America saying oh, that was fun. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that have been a good place to stop them? No, because it it, 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 it just feels like we wait no. now and get to the end Mark. and go what? Mark. No. So you enjoy waiting for him? Yes, don't take my don't take my post credits away from me, Mark. But they're shit. No, <laughs> don't take them away from me. I need them. <laughs> <laughs> they're shit though. No. Shit. no. I need them. I need them. I need them. I need them. I, I, I desperately need them and I know that's terrible. I get it. No, we can't hear you. Can, why, can you hear me? Why, why, why do you keep moving your laptop? What's going oh, on? Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry. It's me. It's my hands on the table. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I, I look forward to them loads, and they give me a lot of joy. And even with the Spider-Man Homecoming one, which was, you know, a gag at my expense, I, I really thought it was hilarious. That. I, was really I, 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 I really enjoyed that. I liked that, but I thought it would have been I a would nice take that over this. I would take that over this. But they're always like, like that. that. They're always just a bit boring. No. So what, what happened in the like the post bit then? It was Bucky getting the, woken the, up. The yeah? mid credits. The mid credits one was uh, um, it, Mandela begins going drifting directly into his best Nelson Mandela impression, um, and from there um, the post credit. So did neither of you watch the post credits? I watched the post credits. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, because I can't not. Because I know it's there. I can't not fucking watch it. I literally would have missed my train if I watched the post-credits, and apparently I'm glad I did. didn't. Yeah. 
it was so basically we know that Bucky is in Wakanda. We know that Bucky was frozen in Wakanda because it happened at the end of Civil War Two, and we know that he's going to be unfrozen because we know that he's in Infinity War. So the post-credit scene is some kids sort of staring at, down the barrel of the camera, and then um, uh, T'Challa's sister—I forgot her name—calls them away, and then you see the tent that they were in, and Bucky comes out of the tent. And he looks tired, like he's just woken up. And he wanders over to her, and she says something like, "Hey, you all right? How are you feeling?" And he says, "Oh, I feel all right. Don't know. I feel a bit rough." And then they go, and then she says, "Okay, let's go." And then they go. That's literally. I, I did it. Is that about right, Mark? That, that's yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I, I, I think you might like, have oversold it. Fucking hell, is that it? Jesus. So it was hugely disappointing. Yeah. I mean, I didn't want just. I'd rather take a joke one, you know, a Howard the Duck or a... I, I, I'm yeah. fine for like that, but that feels like, that feels like, that should have been the mid-credits scene. Mm. And the, the the Mandela Begins bit should have just been the end of the fucking film. Yeah, it should have been the end of the film, absolutely. Because people left. Yeah. People left my screening when the f- credits started. People left because... I don't know, not everybody. We live in a little bit of a fucking film bubble and not everybody knows about these. The thing is, is most of most of these post-credit stings, most of them have been gags. Yeah. And I'm fine with it. Like, if you think about the Avengers with the Shwarma and uh, Howard the Duck, and, like, most of the time, they aren't teasing the next film or they aren't teasing anything particularly big. A lot of the time, they are gags or they're little in-jokes and stuff like that, and I'm fine with that. But just to have something as boring as this well, that, as, that was just tacked on yeah yeah that was it was literally it was that that was like they went oh what have you filmed for the for the post credits bit and you went i am and said oh oh shit all right we'll start from it mm. <laughs> i mean uh, like infinity war is really soon like so are you telling me that they couldn't have got a little bit of footage of something, of somebody having a conversation or making a phone call or just had, you know, uh, even if they'd have just managed to get, because we know that Cap comes back to Wakanda. We know that happens because we know that he's going to get this new shield. So could we not have just grabbed Chris Evans for a minute and had him, like, you know, arriving back in Wakanda and saying... I need your help or something like that. Just well, anything. shit, man. Like, like fucking, like yeah. the, the the post credits of Ant Man is a bit from Civil War, where Bucky's there yeah. and it's uh, I know a guy. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's exactly. It's just a scene, isn't it, from Civil War? Yeah. Do that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was hugely disappointing, and and you know, I know it's bad that I'm disappointed about these things, but I do, you know, I, I look forward to them and I wait for them and. This particular credit scene, uh, sorry, this particular credits seemed really fucking long. Uh, they had a lot of digital artists on that film. They did have uh, a lot of digital artists on that but film. But did they have any Kendrick Lamar playing during the credits? Uh, possibly. I, can't I don't think it was by that point. It, no, I mean, I like, it's like the, 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 the colourful credits before the mid-credits was him and LA. Yes. And that was good, yeah. yeah. See ya, uh, yeah. See, yeah. So that was good, yeah. I liked that. 
Mm, okay. That was a long review. Yes, it was a long review there. A lot longer than fine, which is, is all I thought I was going to say. I think I I think I slightly turned things round a little bit there. I it was sounding very negative for the first ten minutes or so, and I think I pulled it back. I'm quite pleased. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. To be honest, I am I am more I'm in a better place with it now than I was before. I, I'm at a seven seven and a bit now. Before I was at a, I was at a strong seven. I'm looking forward to a rewatch. Is what I'll say. I'd have gone in and yeah. watched. I'd have gone in and watched that shit again if I had the chance. I was really, really hard in. I think it's the, the, the best Marvel Studios one since Civil War, personally. And Civil War's a really high benchmark for me. So. <laughs> I need to rewatch Civil War because I remember really enjoying Civil War. I think it's fucking I rewatched, fantastic. I rewatched it, rewatched it just last week. And, it, I mean, on if, if, you know, if we're comparing this and Civil War, Civil War's on a different planet for me. But um, Does that hold yeah. up on a rewatch? Oh, yeah. Civil War's great. It's brilliant, yeah. It's the best non of it's the best Avengers film, <laughs> probably. Yeah. Fuck, it's, man, you're probably right. Yeah, I mean that you know the spectacle and the achievement of the first Avengers film you can never take away from that. But in terms of the way they craft the story and they pull the characters together, Civil War, man, fucking hell, they isn't did it? Finding job there, isn't it? Fucking mental. That we now live in a world where they, like these films just happen, where all these characters fucking team up. Like I remember yeah. pre Avengers, just mm. how crazy that was. Mm. That they were all going to be in the can same. Can you remember film. how? Can you remember how terrible it was in the past when superhero movies tried to cram more than three characters? Do you remember Spider Man Three and how awkward it was trying to get all three of those yeah. characters to work together? Yeah. Now we can have. Marvel movies that have like fucking ten characters bouncing around and it somehow works. It's yeah, they're doing it's, good work. It's a different fucking world, man. I just I still remember that day I saw Avengers for the first time and just <laughs> being like, "Fuck me!" Like they actually managed to do that, didn't they? You know? Yeah. But and this this is it. Yeah. Growing somebody who's grown up on what I've grown up on and 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 having read comics my whole life and, and particularly been a bit, been a Marvel comics reader and a huge <coughs> Iron Man and Cap fan and Avengers fan to see this stuff and to, to almost, to almost be at a point where I take it for granted yeah. and to have my son like into it now, because you know, <coughs> my, 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 if I go up to Charlie's room is just, there's just Avengers toys everywhere and Avengers clothes everywhere and Avengers are in, you walk into Asda and there's Avengers pajamas everywhere and there's 15 different Avengers magazines laying around and there's toys everywhere and stuff like that that was just not the case when I growing up and they're just part of the fabric of everything now mm. um and it's it's amazing you know to <clears throat> to have this level of not just this amount of money and this amount of attention but to have this care, you know, the fact that there's a Black Panther movie that's out in cinemas now and it's been made with such fucking care and attention is just... And Black Panther, you know, like, it's... They're doing a Captain Marvel movie next. It's just fucking... It's bizarre. Uh, it's amazing. And I mean, I, I don't know, just like... I... 
I don't know the whole cultural identity thing as well. Just you know, people saying that now black kids have a hero that they can look up to. Yeah. There is an argument for why couldn't they look up to Iron Man or Spider Man? But I get it. It's fair enough. You know, it's I. I you know, I'm why I don't understand. I don't. I. I can't comprehend the seismic impact that must have. But if you're like a black comic book fan who's ra- like raising a kid now. And you show them Black Panther, mm. like that's got to be fucking seismic. It is, you and know. it's not just the thing. Is there's the representation thing, which is obviously huge. So yeah. black kids now, black kids now get to have a superhero that looks like them, and that's amazing. And but I hope there's more of them. Man. Better, like, that that yeah, new Spider-Man film, that the sorry, the animated one exactly. coming out at the end we're of the year. We're gonna get Miles awesome. Morales. Yeah, yeah. We're get Miles sorry. Morales as well, and that's great. But I think with with Black Panther in particular. Yes, you've got the representation thing. Yes, young black kids will now have a superhero that looks like them, and that's great. But also, there's a deeper culture. Like, Black Panther isn't just a black hero. He's an African hero. And everything is so, like, you know, the style. Is it neo? I forget what it's called now. Afrofuturism. Afrofuturism. So it's all a design style that is absolutely based in african culture so there's there's extra levels of depth there that you can go into if you want to so you know young black kids who have uh you know who are who are maybe second or third generation their grandparents are africans and perhaps speak with an accent and can tell stories about where they came from there's that level as well so it's not just about how black it's not just about how chadwick boseman looks it's about the whole culture that's attached to this film. So, you know, aside from my moans about the fact that the last act is the Phantom Menace and, and the, the bad guy ends up being slightly boring, there's all that going on with it. And for that reason, it, it, it matters and it is important and it's a good thing that, it, that it's happened and it's a good thing that it's happened with, as I say, such love and care, like it's been done with genuine love and care mm. so so fucking what a world, what a world. it is it, it, it's the same thing as as you know it, just because i didn't get on with certain bits of it don't mean it doesn't mean to say that i aren't really glad that other people got on with it well yeah that's it i mean there's you know if there's an eight-year-old if there's an eight-year-old black kid who's been took taken by his dad let's say there's uh black dude who is he grew up on black Mar- uh, he blew up on grew up on black panther comics and he wants to take his young kid his young kid who's eight years old who sits down and sees his skin color represented in marvel movie as a lead character for the first time that kid isn't sat there going well i don't like the uh, i don't like the character arc of the bad guy and i don't really mm, the no. third act reminds me of the phantom menace a little bit that kid's coming out of there leaping around the, the cinema jumping off chairs and pretending to be black panther and that's what these films are for, are for. Yeah. like yep. that's what they are for so you know fuck what i think <laughs> I yeah, exactly. That, 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 that's fucking cool. Yeah. I don't, it's just, it's, it's interesting because in the build up to this, people have been saying it's like it's the first actually relevant Marvel film and blah, 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 blah. And it, you know, it's easy to laugh at that, but I don't know, man. Like, yeah, all right, fair enough. Uh, yeah, and, and I don't know. It's got shit to say. It doesn't smash you over the head with it. 
it remembers to be entertaining. And I thought I, I, I thought yeah. Ryan 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 Cooley said, said, said about it. I, I thought was was the best was was the best response I've seen to people mentioning that. To be honest, where he, he just said, you know, I'm glad people are having that reaction to it. I'm glad that that um, that that's the reaction people are having to it. But I just wanted to make a movie that everyone would fucking enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Well, he did. Yeah, I mean, he, he did, did that, 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 as well. That was yeah. That that was that was where I started. It wasn't. I want to make a movie for um, African-Americans or Africans or black culture or anything like that. He said, I just wanted to make a movie that everyone would really fucking enjoy. And I got to do it whilst also representing and getting to research, you know, the history of my own, of, of my own culture. And that was really fucking cool. And I yeah, thought, if you want, there if, you go, that's it. If, that, that's if, the guy who's written and directed it. And he fucking gets it. Yeah, if you if if Ryan Coogler's approach to this was I'm going to make a movie that says something, I'm going to make a movie that changes things, I'm going to make a movie that like is is the most relevant Marvel movie of all time, then you'd end up with an absolute shit show. When people go out of their way to make a statement and say something with their art, then you end up with the manic street preachers, and nobody wants the manic street preachers. So it, it you know. It, if you're going to approach this stuff, make a cool movie, make it fun, make it for the eight-year-old kid who wants to dress up like Black Panther and jump on, jump up and down on the couch. And, yeah, intertwine some nice cultural references and some uh, some deeper layers in there as well just to make it a bigger and, and deeper and better movie. So what you're saying... What so what you're saying is Black Panther 2, if you tolerate this, your children will be next, is not your most anticipated film of 2020? <laughs> I just like to use any given opportunity I can to state how much I hate the Manic Street Preachers, and they just seem like a great opportunity. So, Well, you stole the sunshine from my heart. Um, <laughs> what's, the, uh, what, what's the vote, Mark? The vote is... I'm just getting it up right now. boop a doo you uh, definitely not shit. 64%. Touching cloth, 14%. Shit, 7%. And Geostorm, 15%. So 22% of people thought it was shit or a Geostorm. Okay, yeah. that's yeah, fair enough. That's fair enough. Oh, man. I wish I wasn't... I, I wish I didn't have a cough as much because I would have fucking nailed that <laughs> shit then. <laughs> anyway um, right now I realise it's a bit late and I don't know how long much longer we're going to record for but Noel how do you reckon the Antonio Banderas film Security got financed <laughs> okay okay right I want, I, all right okay I want you to come with me on a journey his laptop again. He is moving his laptop again. I'm not moving my laptop. I'm not touching my laptop. Okay. <laughs> right, I want you to come with me on the journey. It's 2015. Yep. Okay. Can you think back that far? Mm. It's 2015. Everyone's looking forward to The Force Awakens and Furious 7. Mm. You're in Millennium Films headquarters. <laughs> Monday morning meeting. The Monday morning, the big company meeting. Everybody sat around the, the giant wooden boardroom table. Mm. Right, next on the agenda, we've got this script for security, okay? Folks, where are we yep. up to? Casting team, what's happening? Uh, right, Antonio Banderas, 
he just really wants to do it. He didn't even want to see a script. He's just really up for it. He just really wants to do anything. He's bang up for it. He doesn't even want any money. Great, that's fine. Okay, did you speak to Ben Kingsley? Yes, Ben Kingsley is up for it, but he'll only do it if he gets to test out some new accents. Mm -hmm. Great, let's have him. That's great. Phone him back, tell him we want him. Production team, where are we up to on budget? Production team, uh, we need about 15 million. Okay, well, nothing, because we spent the last of our cash on Mechanic 2 Resurrection, so we're going to have to be a little bit more creative about how we come up with this money. So has anybody got any ideas? Intern at the back of the room, oh, yeah. quivering, handing out Starbucks to yeah. everyone. Yeah. Um, I've, I've, I've got a suggestion. Okay, Ned, what's your suggestion? Yeah. Right, well, the movie's set in a shopping mall. Yeah. Well, yeah, sort of. We're going to make a shopping mall out of cardboard and cheap paint instead of actually shooting on location. But yes, Ned, what is your point? Right, well, shopping malls have stores, they have adverts, mm. they have products. Mm. So <coughs> you could just approach all the brands that we want on screen, mm. get them to front some advertising cash. Is that a good idea? Ned, you're a genius. Keep up the good work. Someday you'll be as rich and powerful and well-respected as Harvey Weinstein. <coughs> it's 2015. Good stuff. Um, Get me Leonard from Marketing Partnerships on the phone. I want his whole team on this, right? So they go to Leonard. Leonard draws up a big list. He gets his best people on it. They've got this giant list. It's got McDonald's on it. It's got Levi's on it. It's got Subway on it, Gap, KFC, Starbucks, Apple, everything that you'd expect to see in a modern shopping mall. Everyone is on this list. Week passes. Leonard's team are busy, round the clock, phoning people, speaking to all these brands. They're not having much luck. They've gone pretty much through the whole list. Leonard's getting nervous. He's been called back into the meeting on Monday morning. The production team wants some good news. Banderas has been on the phone every single day. He just wants to know when he can come down and start shooting people. Mm -hmm. He's super fucking keen. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's one name left on the list. Uh, one brand that Leonard's team haven't got to. And it's Leonard's Hail Mary moment. It's his opportunity to right all these wrongs mm -hmm. he snatches the list marches off to his office mm -hmm. I'm gonna handle this myself he says he picks up the phone he dials the number and he says put me through to the head of marketing partnerships for smeg fridges <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah hello marketing partnerships lauren speaking yeah. hello lawrence this is leonard here from millennium films Bravo. working on this movie with antonio banderas and antonio banderas Lawrence says, uh, yes, says Leonard. Oh, my God, my wife loves Antonio Banderas, mm. and she's been threatening to leave me for the guy who works for marketing for Zanussi. Can, can, can my wife meet Antonio Banderas? Mm. Uh, yeah, sure, Leonard says. And can we have at least three key scenes that feature Smeg's Smeg. fridges? Yeah. yeah, of course you can. And could we maybe have a whole shootout that takes place around some Smeg fridges? Fuck, yes, man, of course, right. says Leonard. And that is how... 2017 security was funded. Bravo. <laughs> yep. You're right. You're absolutely right. There's a lot of smeg placement. There's well, a lot of smeg in that place. film. Right, I've got to remember the, the episode of the show, the name of the episode is smeg placement. The name <laughs> of the episode is smeg placement. But Sorry. it's not smeg just placement. that there's so much smeg placement in the film. It's that nowhere else in that entire 
cheap ass cardboard mall that they created. <laughs> They're one single recognizable brand. All of the shops, I spent most of that film looking, reading the names of the shops in the background, and they're all mm. called things like Sweet Treats and Magic <laughs> Times and stuff. <laughs> and everything that they sell is like really bogus stuff. It's fucking amazing. But then right in the middle of the mall, for some reason, you've just got all these Smeg fridges and Antonio Banderas having a shoot a shootout around all these Smeg fridges and signs. It's so bizarre. <laughs> I, I think the minimum requirement for being a, a, a voice on Dude and a Monkey from here on in is that you must have seen security. <laughs> yep. And you must have your own theory about how it was funded. <laughs> I, I've got my own theory, but it mainly involves tax. Yeah. <laughs> you think that every Antonio Banderas director VOD film is a tax scandal? I, I said that, didn't I, a few weeks back? Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, I was talking about fucking um, whatever the fuck it was called, that one that I reviewed. I actually yeah. got paid to review and I can't remember the name of the fucking thing. The Simon it's a West one. Name one. Film. Yeah, what's, what was it? What it was a one name in it. What the fuck was that film called? Jesus. I don't even think Simon West remembers what that film's called. He was the rock star. Gunshy! Gunshy. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Do you know what? I heard you review that and I Googled it and I very nearly watched it. But you don't want the to way Antonio Banderas looked on that film, it just looked. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's good value as he always is. There is no way in hell you ever want to pay to watch that film. If that film is part of a subscription service or on TV, yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way for that film. But did you like I would love to know well? I would love to know how many uh how many smeg fridges Melanie Griffiths got in the divorce settlement as well. Mm. <laughs> They've probably got about six fridges each. You do have yep. to wonder if the fact that he's in these films is just totally divorce bills. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of sad. Even though he's um, he's he's um, top lining an Amazon series, and he's in uh, a film that's always uh, already getting some early Oscar buzz for next year. So you know, hopefully, he's turning it around. Is it I, sponsored by Smeg Fridges? I don't think so. I, is I, it about is it about the man who invented smeg fridges? <laughs> well, it's it's the um, it's made by the people who did that Dan Stevens film, the man who invented Christmas. They just got a bit fucking. <laughs> no, well, well, okay, that was a really bad joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was a self fridges joke, was it? The, the man who invented <laughs> smeg fridges, starring Antonio Banderas. <laughs> anyway, um, I'd be fine. I'd watch that. <laughs> Um, how, how are we? I, I like fuck. I don't think Mark's eaten. I don't know if like I, 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 I've not. Has anyone got anything that he's talk about? With what is it? Can um, I <laughs> can I just mention Gary Oldman is Winston Churchill? Yes, because that he film is. that film should just be called Gary Oldman is Winston Churchill. Like, because it's does it does it have anything more than, than Gary Oldman uh, in makeup? Doing it, Winston Churchill impressions. Joe Wright makes it less of a slog than you you would maybe think it is. It's got some. It has actually got some interesting visuals at points. Um, what if you've been thoroughly bored by everything Joe Wright's ever done? Uh, well, uh, Hannah, were you bored by Hannah? Yeah, I thought it was. I, honestly, I thought it was literally. It was. It was. That is a Chemical Brothers 
music video Jeez. with a bad rap round. Right, okay, we're going to have a conversation about that one day. Anyway. Um... Yeah. <laughs> See, that's interesting because I really love Hannah, but right, I also that... remember I also remember just how much Ian liked it. So Hannah, I, knew where I, that was going. I, I watched it and, and, and really didn't get on with it. I was very, 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 very high on Hannah for a yeah, period of time. I was a chemical really... video in the middle of it. No, fucking so. The, it's the, but the rest of it's just boring. No, fuck off. Right, okay. No, we're gonna have that discussion. <laughs> Does I that may have to watch it again. Right, I tell you what. Maybe we should do that as a Patreon only thing. <laughs> okay. I tell you I, what, I, 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 and I promise I will rewatch it again. Going into it. What is it? Um, trying to enjoy it. Fucking right. Fine. All right, fine. You you knew you, you, you weren't going to like Gary Oldman as Winston Churchill. You're still going to have to fucking see it before the Oscars, Mark. So. I fucking know. You know. We're, and, Are we doing an Oscars show this year? Um, Actually, by the way, I put the day off after, so yeah, I'm up for it this year. Good, because I have as well. <laughs> Sweet. No? Uh, I'll be honest. Fucking it seems unlikely. Right, uh, Bex is joining us. Hey, Really? Yeah, ah. she's, she's sick of the day off as well. All right, sweet. Okay. Sleep is too precious a commodity these days. If I can, I might. If I can, maybe join you for a bit. Maybe I will. But um, I've yeah, got, I, I've got the, I've got the prime thing of Don now works from home, so she has kindly agreed to take Lottie to school in the morning. I can sleep and then just pick her up from school in the afternoon and look after her in the afternoon instead. So, I am going to sleep and then go to Five Guys for lunch. Very good. That is yep. strong. So, yes, um, o- o- Oscarbation 2018 will happen. Yes. Uh, I- I watched, I've watched four movies <laughs> right, this week that weren't Black Panther or Baywatch. So I watched Baywatch as well. Baywatch is a lot of fun. Mm. Um, and they, they were all directed by the same guy, and they all star the same star. <laughs> I guarantee you, you cannot guess <laughs> which star and which director. Same director, same star. star. Yep, four movies. Shit. Genre? Yep. Can you give us a clue, genre? Um, blockbuster. Um, John Carpenter. No. How many? Four. Four, yep. Four movies. Same director, same star. Decade? Um, first one is 1997. Most recent Ooh, is shit. 2012. Shit. Yep. Do you want another clue? Or DiCaprio? Nope. Block. Do you want another clue? Yeah, go on. Uh, one of them is a Western... What, like Kevin Reynolds, Kevin Costner? Kevin Costner. Kevin? Not Reynolds or Costner. Kevin Saul? Kevin Hart. Kevin Smith? Nope. You mentioned all movie Kevins, but this one. What the fuck? Oh, God. It's Spacey? Fat Kevin, isn't it? Is it Fat Kevin? Nope. Kevin Spacey? You mentioned every Kevin, but this Kevin. Not Kevin Spacey? Nope. Kevin McAllister, is it Homer? Oh, no, hang on. Fucking, <laughs> hang on. King of Queens, cunt. 
No. Kevin no. James. No. Jo- right, literally, you you've said every Kevin and we've named another three Kevins. <laughs> Got a final clue? Yeah, go on. One of the uh, stars sang soundtracks to the movies. Oh, fuck me. That's not helpful at all. Right, will be. <laughs> One of the one of the stars of the film sang the soundtrack to the movie. Yep, uh, at least three out of the four, maybe what even four the of the four. Fuck! I don't know what's happening. Big hits as well. Big hits. Kevin. Kevin. Kevin is in one of the movies, the western. Hang on, Kevin's only in one of the movies. Yep. I thought you said Kevin was in all the movies. No, Kevin's in one of the movies. Oh, for fuck's uh, sake. <laughs> do you give up? Well, yeah, now I do, because my train of thought's completely gone, you bastard. All right, the, 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 the Kevin is Kevin Klein. <laughs> right. Right. Who's the director? Barry Sonnenfeld. Okay, so Wild Wild West. Yep. Shit, alright, okay. Um, he didn't direct In and Out, did he? He didn't direct In and Out, no. Uh, but right. Ke- no, Kevin's just a star of. He's just in oh, Wild Wild West, he's not in the other ones. Right, okay, so Wild Wild West, Men in Black. Yep. Mm. Think about it. 1997 to 2012. Men in Black 3? Yep, and Men what, in and Black 2. Yep. <laughs> So you did the Men in Black trilogy in Wild Wild West? Yes. You're a fucking maniac. Not only that, I bought Wild Wild West last night on iTunes because I fucking want... Because I thought, do you know what? I want to watch Wild Wild West because I despised that movie in the cinema. Wild Wild West, the only notable thing about Wild Wild West is the fact that it was responsible for the creation of the Bacon Rodeo Cheeseburger in Burger King. It's that movie as is has it, it, that movie deals with racism more head on than Black Panther. Well, I'm sure it does. Yeah, literally, there is there is a, a Kevin Brother literally calls Will Smith's character a coon in it at one point. Yeah, he wouldn't go out these days, would you? Honestly, I was I was shocked at Wild Wild West at how much. How much racist language there is in it, and the fact that there's just quite openly a whorehouse in what is a mm. in what is a family movie. A lot of whorehouses in family movies. Have you noticed that? I'm I'm, mm. I'm 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 glad that that was the film where John Peters, the producer, finally got his wish to have a big giant mechanical spider in a film. Yep. If he wanted that in Spider-Man film, uh, Superman films for like years, didn't he? And he mm. finally got his wish in Wild Wild West. What I will say is this: Men in Black. Right? 98 minutes. Men in Black 2, 88 minutes. Mm. Men in Black, 20 years ago, cost $90 million. Men in Black, like 25 years ago, cost $140 million. And it was 88 minutes long. Mm. And, and do you know what? The first two Men in Black movies, I really enjoyed rewatching them. They were a lot of fun. It makes you realise how fucking entertaining Will Smith can be when he wants to be. Mm-hmm. And how, how does Men in Black 3 hold up? Because I can't even fucking... I can barely even remember that. 
Uh, it, I enjoyed it more this time than I, than I remember watching it previously. Mm. Jermaine Clement's it's, quite good value in that. I seem to. He, he is actually, yeah, yeah. he's is, he is actually quite good value. It, it's, it's that one is um, 106 minutes long. It'd be better if it was 96 minutes long, yeah. but it still holds up quite nicely. Uh, the Josh Brolin and Tommy Lee Jones playing the same character thing is, is quite nice, uh, and Will Smith's still really quite charming. It. Yeah. Okay. Uh, wow, well, this held up quite well actually as well. I just want a bacon radio cheeseburger, man. <laughs> it was the bacon cheeseburger with the onion rings in it, dude. Like, it's just fucking that's... And it's Wait, still called the bacon rodeo to this day. And it was because of Wild Wild West. That's, I, did, I did not know that. That's pretty yeah. cool, that. Uh, no, no, anything you watched? Uh... Um, I rewatched Spider-Man Homecoming. It's great. I rewatched Civil War. It's great. Uh, <laughs> apart from that... Um, Cloverfield Paradox which you covered last week um, I liked it a lot more than a lot of people I think I just had a really good time with it um, I think there was an element of hey this is free so <laughs> that, that helped with that mm. um, but apart from that not really anything I don't think Oh, um, obviously security but I've kind of covered that as much as I think I need to uh, we do actually have a question. Ooh. Oh, we do, yeah. Yep. From uh, Brad. Uh, asks, says, uh, if Gow or Lady Bird win Best Picture slash Director, do you think Hollywood will feel they have fixed diversity? No. No, not a chance, because I think it's, 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 sadly, it's a problem whereby it's, it's not a problem that, that the people who want it fixed actually want it fixed. They just want to shout about it. Yeah, pretty much. And no comment from Noel. So. Uh, I, I've not seen either of those films. I don't care about awards. Fuck have, have you not seen Get Out? Get, oh, I've seen Get Out. Sorry, I thought you said Gow. <laughs> That's the famous Best uh, Picture seen... nominee, Gow. Yeah, it could be nominated for Best uh, Foreign Language Film. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I, I've seen Get Out. I've not seen Ladybirds. Uh, and uh, awards, man. I'm fucking done with awards. Yeah, they're, they're, they're bullshit, but I, I, I still get a, a, a an amount of entertainment out of how wound up people get about them. Mm. The greatness of the, the oh, but I was snubbed for this. No, they weren't snubbed, they just weren't nominated. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, know, I, I, I feel I, like I'm kind of with Ian on Get Out a little bit in the sort of it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like an Oscar film really. I mean, it's not. I think you were talking about the facts in terms of uh, you were both talking about it in terms of as a as a directed film. Mm. I mean, fucking hell, it's not. Uh, it's got something to say and it says it very well. And it's very well written. Uh, maybe it's a, 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 a best original screenplay. Is it an original screenplay? Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, yeah. Then, yeah, fair enough. But best director or best film? I, d- I don't know. It doesn't, that doesn't, doesn't feel natural for me. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, to be fair, I got some... I think I got five to one for it to win best original screenplay, and I'm feeling pretty good about that. Um, so you know, we'll we'll see. That's going to be interesting, that because I think it's basically going to be Lady Bird versus Get Out. 
which, you know, it's the film directed by the woman versus the film directed by a black man. Neither of them are going to win Best Picture, so have at it. So, you know, uh, <laughs> we'll talk about Get Out quite a lot on Oscarbation Night, I think. But yeah, I'm going to rewatch it before then as well. It just, I, I rewatched it. It's a good film. It's a good film. It's in no way... It's one of the films of last year. It doesn't mean it's one of the best films of last year. Yep. You know... I mean, I enjoy, I enjoyed it a lot, but yeah, in terms so of you know going back to what what I was kind of saying in terms of sort of direction, and it, it felt in terms of direction, it felt a um, not. I don't want to I don't want to be really harsh on it and say something like a you know a Netflix thriller, but in terms of the look and feel of the film, it felt a bit just like a sort of dvd thriller like it, it didn't feel particularly it wasn't a beautiful film so agreed i don't know yeah um okay should we should we end it there i think that's probably late enough for everybody tonight in it yep yeah why not uh just one thing i've got to add um letterboxd mm-hmm when was the last time you clicked on a poster in letterboxd oh dear i'm gonna do it right now Click on a poster in Letterboxd. What, in the app? Uh, yeah, go into the app, pick a film. Right, Black Panther. Yeah. What's going to happen? Oops. Click on the poster. Yeah. Poster goes big. Yeah. Now flick flick the poster up, down, left, or right. What? What do you mean? To get rid of the poster. Oh, yeah, no, it just... Ah! That's tricky, isn't it? It's like a little weird angle, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean it goes at a weird... What? Whoa, it shit, hang on. This... Ah! No, I don't like that. Oh, wait. <laughs> Ian, you can flick it into a corner. Whoa. You can. You can flick it into a corner. Oh, hang on. You can yeah. flick it at, like, virtually am, every angle. I, 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 right now, I am throwing Daniel Day-Lewis's like a motherfucker. <laughs> literally minutes of entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you, you underestimate how entertained I can be by things. <laughs> Hello, security, right, Antonio Banderas. <laughs> there you go. Shit, man. It's like you can fucking... Oh, shit. Can you, like, do... No, you can't. All right. Fuck, man. You can grab it from how any un... angle. How unnecessarily nice is that? Who did that? <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. That's very satisfying, that is. Went through it one way, took it right oh, in the corner, shit. and then threw it the other way. <laughs> no, I tell you what, though, man. They, they need to do some multi-touch shit with that, though, so that you can kind of, like, twirl yeah. it around. Oh, I, I, literally, I am, right now, I have I have hold of um, Margot Robbie's, I'm going to be honest, I'm actually on a crotch right now, which I didn't yeah. realise, and I am just spinning around. I'm fucking, like, oh, shit, that is and nice. And I just butts off. <laughs> That was one. That was one of two. I've got one more thing. While you're oh. on Letterboxd, yeah, if you just if you could just search on Letterboxd yeah. the movie Good Time. Is it like the fifteenth result down or something like it is on Amazon? Uh, no, 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 no. I think it's the first one. Good time, yeah. The good time. Yeah. Dirty Click yeah. on the post. Click on the poster for that. Okay. Yep. Do you feel that that poster properly illustrates the tone of that movie? 
Oh yeah, man. No, it's um... Robert Pattinson popping out of a weird bottle of drugs with a lady trying to screw the top on, and he's looking at the camera like, "Hey, what's going on here?" Yeah, that does look like it's just been released on Arrow and it was found from the nineteen eighties. That is the worst poster. That post, the poster for Good Time, literally should just be Benny Safdie's face at the end of that film with Good Time over it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Great movie. Holy shit. There's there's an actual review. Uh, Two people have watched uh, 1517 Paris. I don't believe that. Fucking liars. That film is mental. Like, that, that is just, it's come out. It's, it's fucked just, off. And it's fucked off, yeah. Like, there's a Clint Eastwood, I mean... Has it come out? Yeah, yeah. and it came out last week. Sure. And it's done nothing, and good, because uh, Clint Eastwood probably is responsible for people getting killed because of American Sniper. So I'm glad that his film has not done very well because I don't like Clint Eastwood and uh, his whole legacy has been tarnished for me because American Sniper is actually reprehensible. So, fuck you, Clint. You fucking twat. Stop making films. Fuck you. Right, good night. Good night. Thank you very much for uh, listening, folks, and we shall see you next week. And thank you very much to Noel. I'm glad that Noel has proved that he's not racist tonight it's uh, <laughs> yeah it's it, it, it's a very good thing and i'm looking forward to welcoming noel for pacific rim uprising which he'll be i'm i'm predicting now he'll be bang up for yeah rampage which i think he will very i think we'll all enjoy rampage yeah yeah and avengers infinity war where he <laughs> won't like it where I'll be disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably. <laughs> He'll be shouting, well, it wasn't as good as fucking Justice League. <laughs> well, I'll be back for Aquaman. And then Aquaman, where we'll all just fucking jizz over Jason Momoa's chest. Oh, what a fun time that would be. Um, so. Sounds difficult to clean up. Oh, sounds amazing to clean up. <laughs> yeah. As long as he's smooth and it doesn't get all matted. Oh. Yeah, that's all. No, that'd be <laughs> fine. I'll pick that shit out. Wait for it to crust up <laughs> and then just pick it out. Cheers to my mother's jizz matted chest. Oh, I think you've got a new title for the show. <laughs> nah, man. Smeg placement staying. Smeg placement staying. Well, no, Jason Momoa's jizz matted chest there. Even though, to be All fair, right, well, I'm, right, right, I well, think... I'm taking that for my new punk band, though. Well, actually, <laughs> looking at the stats for downloads of the show, sometimes I think it does depend on what the ep- the episode name is. So what yeah. is going to get more listened, downloads, smeg placement, <laughs> or Jason Momoa's jizz matted hair? <laughs> <laughs> And neither really sums up what it is that we actually talked about. Shall I put a Twitter poll out and just run it for like 24 hours and just say what would be the best title for this week's show? Do that, do that. that. I'm going to vote as well. (laughs) Don't do it now! Okay, I I think let's just leave it there. Um, Um... yeah, I'm, 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 I'm too far gone. I've still got a bottle of Elvis juice left. What, a, oh, what a fantastic night! 
Thank you very much, Shulman. I very much enjoyed that, and I hope everybody. Me too, guys. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure. Speak soon, gents. Bye. Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye. I'm going to do that right now.